0: Welcome to Push In, the Cinevic Podcast. I'm your host, Joyce Klein, coming to you from the unceded territory of the Lekwungen-speaking peoples, otherwise known as beautiful Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. If you want to be amazed at what a gut punch a filmmaker can deliver in under five minutes, and if you're a color junkie like me, a must-see in this year's Short Circuit Pacific Rim Film Festival is Portland filmmaker. Edgar Garcia Chavez's film, Black and White. Black and White has won awards for Best Experimental Film at the Austin Micro Film Festival, Best Micro Experimental Film at Oregon Documentary Film Festival, Best Cinematography, North America at Toronto's Alternative Film Festival, and I stopped counting at how many competitions it was a finalist in, including Cannes. Scene one. Hi, Edgar. Welcome to Push In.
1: Oh, hi. Very nice to be here. Nice to meet you.
0: As a production designer, I would really like to talk to you about color. Because black and white may have a title of black and white, but color is the subject in every way. Literally, metaphorically, and visually, it's gorgeous. And I'd like to know why you decided to deal with a subject as painful as racism in such a beautiful way
1: well I was trying to get the how we like visually engage the the audience and trying to say a message without like linear narrative and how like just by the color or the the movements of the actor in this case how that like can pertain a message by itself you know and so i had the the idea like uh even the title this is black and white that more re- refers more towards race but the the colors specifically on the piece. Has to do more like with police, the the blue and and uh, or uh, blue and red.
0: The other thing was that you used such high key color, and I thought it added really added to the heightened emotion of the piece. Was the decision to use that kind of color conscious?
1: Yes, so I wanted to have something very saturated. So actually, when I was working with the uh, with the DP, you know, he was like, "Oh, this is like too dark." You know, like he thought that would be, but then I still want to like try it. So we have like um, filters and all that that were like really like strong. And after in um, post production, then I, I start looking at the different levels of, because I did the editing as well. So start looking at different levels of the color to see what will be more contrast between the actor, which is a black man, and the colors and how that. Those colors reflect in, the, in his skin, in his eyes, and his mouth. And, and I was trying to show all that in relation to, um, to those colors specifically. And then some of the colors as well, they started like, as you saw, blinking. You know, there was a, a rhythm to that as well. So first it starts with the solid colors and then moves to a movement or a more active portray of the colors into the, the subject, which is the, the black man. It's important to me to have like some kind of social message and also entertainment, you know. So I always try to have, um, uh, as I was saying before, diversity or themes that are actually like that is just not like just entertainment by itself. Like I want to have like something that has like a uh, at least some kind of meaning or something, you know. I find like that's like important to me, you know. And I'm still doing like some other art. I mean, I'm doing like paintings here and there, and I'm used that as as a way to clarify to understand my ideas, you know, cause I have a lot of ideas and, and that's the problem. Like they just go all over the place. And like when I put it on paper, at least something comes out and then usually it's just one scene or something. And I put, like usually it's more like a collage and I put all those ideas together. And then from there, that's what I'm trying to start then working like uh, on, uh, on the, um, the film or like, you know, storyboards or anything like that, that is more organized cause film is like very sequential. You got to go from like scene one to scene two, to scene three. So I think like the, the I see the 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 visual part or the visual um, aspect of, of some of the painting or some photographs as a way to flush out those ideas and, and help me clarify uh some of them and try because a lot of the, the ideas like for black and white came out as, as visual. You know, I have the idea of the hands, the 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 paint and then the color, and then then I am trying to put them together how all those pieces fit together like in a, an apostle or something. And the way that I'm doing this is I'm experimenting as well. You know, it's like when I was there, we were at the studio, I have the idea and I have the script and everything. But when we were there, I was like, well, let's try something. Let's move on to here and then trying to like do a little bit of that. And then I think that I like that experience to like collaborate and listen to other people, like oh, the DP, the actors, they have, you know, feedback. And then it it's actually very interesting as well, you know, all those ideas or some ideas, I'll say, I don't like throw them away. I'll say, well, let's try it. And then when I'm editing or then I'll decide, OK, this is good or this is not, you
0: know. That's one of the things that I love about filmmaking as opposed to visual art. In filmmaking, you just have to surrender and it's collective. You don't have to think of everything. There's lots of minds, and genius, at play to further your ideas.
1: Yeah, and I have to have a a collaboration. Always try to have that, which is sometimes it's hard because I get like personality. Sometimes I want to have something certain one way, and then it's it's hard to like let it let the feedback enrich that. Sometimes you know, but I'm trying to be open and I'm trying to get everybody to to just give their their opinions what they want to do, and then usually what I'm trying to do is like, okay, this is my idea and we'll shoot that and then we'll try yours and then we'll shoot that again. At the end, of am making the decision as well, but sometimes they're like pleasant surprise and you find something here and there, you know, that is very, uh, very interesting, you know. Like for for this piece specifically, that uh, the DP suggested we, have, we shoot it at 60 frames when they had the paint because then I, I can do it like slow motion because I was just going to shoot, like have it as a regular 24 frames, but then, then added another level when the paint is dripping, You'll see in a slow motion, and I think it, it creates another uh, visual effect, right? That and that I'd say like you can only do in film.
0: That's true.
1: <laughs> and that's what I was trying to get. Now was to what, how they use the tool of film to tell a story that's unique to film, so the audiences have a, an experience that's very unique, you know. Because in these ones, you cannot be done in in theater or stuff because you cannot get that close. That's that's what I'm like. I like to explore the the different capabilities that the film has to share or to give to the audience scene two
0: so Edgar we've spent a lot of time talking about visual elements but there's so much more in black and white I could see the way that you used sound and music sometimes ironically
1: yeah yeah I really enjoy how to like film gives you the opportunity to have all these elements together you know how much like Writers, like producers, sound, uh, music, specific stuff, all kind of like comes together to create, you know, something, you know. So for this specific piece, the music score, the, I have an idea that I, I give to the, to the musician. And then uh, he came up with the idea of like, as the words were coming, he has the, the, the sounds going on. But at some point, it's just silence of, of the music and just let the, the voiceover carry on. And then he starts over again. And I thought, first, first I thought, oh, I'm, not, I'm not sure if I like that. But after seeing the piece that actually enhanced the piece like exponentially, I thought that the sound added another element. And, and I, I feel very like strong now about sound. Like at the beginning of my career, I was, I was just focusing a lot on, on the visuals and not paying as much attention on, the, on sound. And now I, I think it's like probably around 50-50, like how much sound enhances or can be damaging your piece. Scene three. Scene
0: Many visual artists have made the move from art making to filmmaking. Two of my favorites are like Peter Greenaway, Julian Schnabel. Are you at all planning on moving into feature film making? Uh,
1: I'm, not, I'm not sure yet. I really like the short film format because I think it's very direct and it's not like wasting time. And I think it's kind of like underappreciated art. But in some way, there is no money on it,
0: right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, so that's... So I'm thinking... Because I, I tried, to, like, a, a couple projects and trying to, like, collaborate, but they didn't, they didn't work out for, for many reasons. So I'm thinking, like, eventually, I probably want to do that. But, like, right now, I'm, like, um, uh, focusing in, on, on short films. And I'm doing, like, now I'm, I'm directing a few and then I'm doing one. But it's going to be more of a comedy. So it's going to be a ghost dark comedy, you know? And I have that already written. And I'm like, probably have that in like a couple months. Tail Slate.
0: Thank you so much, Edgar. It's been a real pleasure talking to you. And good luck with all your future projects. And keep us posted on your exploits.
1: Oh, thank you very much. It was very nice meeting you. And like I really enjoy the film festival. It's been really nice. And all the filmmakers have been great as well. I have had a chance to look at other materials and other short films, and they're all really good.
0: And that's a wrap. Join me, your host, Joyce Klein, for the next episode of Push In, the Cinevic podcast.